Hello, it's me, it's Chris. Um, sorry this episode's really late, but um, it would appear that this particular episode of the Midnight Resistance podcast is cursed uh, for a number of different reasons, uh, between Sean's bladder and various bits of malfunctioning computer equipment. We've managed to kind of bundle together about an hour and a half worth of show. It doesn't sound great, um, because we're using like a backup which we didn't think we'd have to use, so kind of we didn't, you know, it's 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 just all a bit of a mess. But I've done the best I can. I think it's pretty audible. Um, my what have you been playing bit is completely lost to the ether. We talk about EDF about eight fucking times, um, but I've tried to make it funny. I don't know. So we'll just listen to it, see what you think, eh? Bye. What is it like Let me think for a second. Oh, he gets butt naked And then he walks through the streets Winking at freaks With a two-liter stuck in his butt cheeks Good evening, welcome to episode 85 of Midnight Resistance My name is Sean Bell I'm joined by Christopher Spann Hello Andy Hamilton Hello And Sean McTiernan Socialism or barbarism Hello <laughs> uh, Owen's still not with us He's actually, he's finished his fact-finding He's decided which country he wants to go to but he had to do some tests in order to ensure that he's worthy, and his car broke down. Oh. Um, so he's going to have to test. die over the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, does yeah, saving, yeah, yeah, just uh, failing the first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he's having a bad day. Um, so we thought we'd just let him play some games and not have to do this shit. Um, I, yeah, sorry this is late. I was dying last week. Not really, just felt like I was. Um, bladder infection, apparently. I don't know how you get bladder infections. No one's explained that to me. Apparently, yeah. Yeah, they're quite common when you're pregnant, but no luck there. I mean, I am quite fat. <laughs> you might have a bit of a misconception about pregnancy. It does involve <laughs> slightly more... The appearance of someone who, who could be carrying a child. Um, but it's all just, just fat. Have you eaten um, any soil? Uh, I haven't eaten any soil, no. Oh, I don't know, then. That's is, that a, flat is, that a, is that a known cause? No, but I just, I just, I assume dirty bladder. How'd you like? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, I thought you were saying that about pregnant people. I was like, first of all, people. That's right. But like, I was just. Did you get pregnant? Yeah, so, I just, I don't know, man. Um, but yeah, on the up, uh, you're in test, and weirdly, still not got diabetes. So swings and roundabouts. All done. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Well, um, Staving up for another year. Yeah. Um. This is all right. So, right, uh, what have we been playing? Did anyone particularly want to go first? I don't really mind. I've only played one game. You go first, Sean. Here we you go never... again. You're le leaving all your bloody material over this there. Is the problem, right? When this gets delayed, I've now done, like, fucking three episodes of the computer game show since we, <laughs> we last did Midnight Resistance. So, yeah, just do what I'm going to do and just reuse it all in <laughs> a couple of days. Right, so I've... Uh, well, we've all... A few of us have been replaying in um, Earth Defense Force 4.1 and it's the best game released in 2016 that's fair um, that's the news <laughs> we've, yeah, we've got a few people to buy it because it's been on sale again it's like 8 quid um, I don't know if it's still on sale now have a look if it's 8 quid just fucking buy it because it's, it's fucking amazing um, it's it just we're, we're sort of fully going through that transition again aren't we Chris where it's like ha there's big ants it's funny and it's a bit cheaply made um and then but now we're like 37 hours in 
and we're like thinking about our our builds and like what <laughs> what weapons we should all be bringing and sort of thinking about how the team works together and stuff and it's fucking excellent and there was a level the other day we did where it turns out there's dragons in it and we were fighting dragons and I was caught in a dragon's mouth and it was throwing me around and I activated an orbital laser and aimed it at the dragon whose mouth I was in and then it tore the dragon in half and it was fucking brilliant. Hey Sean, I've got an off-the-cuff observation on the thing you've just said. Good, what is it? Those dragons, um, we were delighted to find out, are the adult form of the ants that we were previously fighting. It's quite yes. important to point out. Yeah, apparently um, that's, that's the in-game explanation, isn't it? That the, the ants have evolved and now they're dragons. That's right, that's, that's how it good. works. Um, also, it's worth pointing out, I, I assumed you were going to mention this, um, the day before you were stricken with um, bad bladder, yeah. uh, we did a level in which I piloted a giant robot and punched a Godzilla in the neck. Um, and I laughed so hard, it made you laugh so hard, that you accused me for a whole day of giving you a bladder infection. No, right, I didn't accuse you of that. The first time I went to the doctor... Right, I went to the doctor once, just because I constantly need get a piss. Right. Or I felt like I did. So I went to the doctor, and basically the first doctor... Is it? He was just totally nonplussed. He was like, look, there's nothing in your sample. You've probably just, like, pulled a muscle in your abdomen. And the only thing I had done the previous day was laugh my arse off at you <laughs> crying at being a giant robot punching a dinosaur. Right, that does make sense now. I, I that, just was, kind of, that was all I had. I kind of had an image of you rocking up at the doctors going, hello, um, I, <laughs> I think I've got an infection. Is it because my friend was in a giant robot last night on the on the video games? Um, but then I'd remember that not even you would go to the doctors with that. No. Um, no, it's it's a fucking brilliant... The, the great thing as well about us arguing over builds is that it's almost pointless me having any opinion on you, on, like, anything to do with you whatsoever because everybody's got such different play styles and, like, mm. it so naturally lends itself to that. Like, we were talking about some of the underground levels, which, truthfully, are probably some of the weaker ones. Yeah. And... One person was just like, oh, well, I'm never fucking taking a rocket launcher down there again. I was like, mate, that's all I use down there, because it's a massive enclosed space that you can just fill with fire mm -hmm. and then get all rained on by giant ant bits. It's amazing. And, like, I'm slowly stopping using these assault rifle weapons at all and just switching entirely <coughs> to explosives. Um, but then, like, you, you'll use that for three or four levels, and then there will be a level where the sheer number of ants overwhelms you and you need that constant stream of fire, so you have to go back mm. to assault rifles. Yeah. And for yeah, for a game for the first ten levels or so, you're just playing it going ha 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 ha, giant ants, bit B movie, looks a bit rubbish. This is funny. Isn't isn't what's his name saying funny things? Oh, saying oh, funny right. things. He's an uh, expert. Please don't mock him. He's an expert. The only thing he's an expert in is naming the fucking things, and he names them Delroy and Hector. Um, <laughs> Pretty good, to be honest. With you. <laughs> <laughs> and says things like, "What? Nothing can progress faster than science." Um, oh no! <laughs> he's uh, he's on um, Twitter retweeting Neil deGrasse Tyson. So from a from a from a coming from a point of extreme ignorance, as I always do, um, is this a thing? Like, so I've looked at this game a lot, right? It's fifty quid or something on Steam at the moment, um, which is more than my life's work, mate. Um, I was but, about to say like that that is, that is too much. Like, yeah, it's really good, but fifty quid. Yeah, it's a bit. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, yeah, it's rich. For, but do you need mates to play this? Is this a hundred percent mate-based game? Uh, it does help. There's like yeah. there's a, of of the four classes that you can play as. There's two that are like support. 
Okay. Um, the, the single still... play is great, but I've yeah. only played like an amount of it to be honest with you. Like I don't really play it much in single player, so okay. re- probably it is a kind of a, a you'd need uh, two people is a perfectly good experience for which is the maximum is is best in truth. But um, ah, it's like polyamory. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, yeah, because I I don't know. I I'm looking for a game to. I'm gonna rewatch all of the Twilight Zone. Um, and I'm looking for something to do simultaneously that so I can divide my brain equally between both, and feel like this Probably would be good. good for that. Yeah, not well, fifty quid good, but yeah. I disagree. I'd say that it's a very much a full brain game, whereas something like um, yeah, full one of your brains, Chris, but like half of mine. <laughs> <you know? laughs> so I, I was going to say something like um, a a. Um, a Ubisoft's go to all the points on the map and climb them game might be uh, better suited yeah. for that. I something like, like a Mad Max or a uh, Shadow of Mordor or something like I've that. I've played the fuck out of both of them for the same yeah. reason. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, and to be honest with you, I was, I was going to recommend something else, but it's on your list, so I won't. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's... Just like I, I bought it on your recommendation, having played a tiny, tiny bit of this when it was on the PS3, yeah. when it was just called EDF4 or 2017 or 2025 or 2025, yeah. 2025, and like didn't really kind of get it, and then bought it, played a couple of levels, and was like, it's yeah, it's good in it. You shoot the ants and they'll die. It's funny, um, and then you kind of once you get like 50, 60 levels in, and you realise that you and the people you're playing with are communicating with military precision about, about what's going on uh, and like having sustained battles with these things because it gets to a point where you get like ones that, that put up force fields and things like that that you have to get inside and then certain classes like are basically useless up close uh, whereas other like that same class can just fly inside the heart of a fucking dropship and take it out before it has a chance to do any damage it's it's the, the way it ramps up from funny exploding ant game to like really really hardcore team shooter is quite impressive yeah and even when you when you're in the you know the difficult bits where you've sort of taken it seriously and stuff there are still moments of hilarity as well like um like so i play as an air raider which is all about calling in airstrikes and vehicle drops and stuff um and uh, you throw these little like flare marker things um and we started this mission, load of ants and spiders and stuff in front of us. So I was like, right, I'm going to chuck in an airstrike. And then as I throw it, a friendly tank just sort of drives in front of me. So this little flare just sort of goes Ding! off the side of the, the tank. And at which point I have to scream at everyone to get out of the fucking way because I've just dropped an airstrike immediately on our position. Ah, and stuff like that. <laughs> and things like, you know, calling in a vehicle and then realising you fucked up the placement of the marker and it's landed on a nearby skyscraper so you have to call someone else to blow the building up just to drop a tank. <laughs> stuff like fucking, that. Fucking Audacity's crashed. Oh. Oh. Fucking Audacity's crashed. Oh. Fucking Audacity's crashed. Oh. Good evening, welcome to attempt number two <laughs> to record episode 85 of the Midnight Resistance podcast. My name is Sean Bell, I am joined by Christopher Spann. Oh, sorry. sorry. It's not your fault, it's the fact that we just used fucking audacity. It's, it's a liability. Uh, Andy Hamilton. Hey there, what's up? 
That was that was delayed. I thought you'd fucking gone then. Um, and Sean McTiernan. I said something funny the first time, but fucking Chris just let me down. So I'm just going to say hello now. Hello, everybody. <laughs> um, Owen's not here because he was supposed to be going to a test to find out if he can speak English, and then his car broke down. He's having a bad day. So we're not gonna we're not gonna put him through this. Burden him um, with questions and all that. Exactly. And multiple attempts at recording an episode. <laughs> God, can you imagine how angry he'd be? Um, Thirteen right. minutes up in smoke. <laughs> Never. No one will ever hear those fabulous thirteen minutes. Yeah. Including the. Is that minus the the two or three minutes where Chris disappeared? Fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, it's like the second half of fucking Magnificent Ambersons. It's uh, lost to history. That's a very funny joke, guys. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, I'll, uh, I'll trust you. Right, I don't want to go first this time because I feel like I'm just going to be repeating all the things I said. Let's talk about something else first, and then we'll revisit what I was talking okay, about. Okay, I'm called Sean as well, so I'm gonna I'm gonna step that in works. here. That's, that eases the transition, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. <laughs> So I played a few games. Um, I, I think the last time I was on, I had played maybe four hours of Batman and was like, I look kindly on this sort of silly, but ultimately good-hearted game. No, uh, just the tank, <laughs> just the tank forever. Holy fuck. Uh, same thing with Mad Max. I'd played two hours of that. I've played 58 hours of it now. Cannot remember it, genuinely. Um, it's like my fucking Debs. I know I was there. I can remember what it smelled like. Cannot tell you what happened in the game. But... um. So the ultimate one of these time waster, you know, very, very high production quality, totally ignore what's happening games is that new Tomb Raider, um, mm-hmm. which I think is called Rise of the Tomb Raider, maybe. Um, That's it. Yeah. But it might as well be called Game the Game because you just like do all the, th- you know, you arrive and you're like, oh, yeah, it's me, Lara Croft. You'll notice I'm uh, wearing all my clothes this time. And then, like, it's, you know, it's just it's fucking some inscrutable thing happens with a cult and you're lepping around the forest. And you, the hardest bit of the game is you have to defeat a bear very early on. Everything else is piss easy. It's good. It's good. It's fine. It's, um, it's unusual because I've sort of realized that the games I spend the most time with are the most ignorable. Um, and I feel bad about that. But I do think that, like... Tomb Raider looked great but also slid off my mind uh, like a sort of a wet yeah. a wet cloth like I was just like oh yeah okay I mean, I mean like you know it, obviously there was just set piece after set piece and I did accidentally play the weird witch person DLC um, early on in the game when apparently I should have but it was fine um, like the crafting and stuff is told bollocks um, mm-hmm. you just click on everything basically and then when you're running yep. low on ammo you press what would be a reload button and you instead ostensibly make it um, they're side missions but they don't make themselves that apparent so I just kind of ignore it I don't know I'm running into that problem a bit with games where if they don't make side because I'm old now I expect it to be a big flashing man waving and saying come over here I've got a mission so if it's not that I just don't notice you know um, but the yeah side missions fun. are a lot of the side missions are complete piss anyway. Yeah, um, yeah. Like there's there's one which is literally just there is some drones around here. Can you shoot four, please? 
See, I found that incredibly satisfying um, because people who own drones should be punished with great, uh, including my, you know, my dad has a drone um, because he's into asinine tech shit and he broke one of the, the motors in it. And I thought, oh, thank God. Um, but apparently he bought a new one. But yeah, like the drone thing is really dumb. The kill for, uh, you know, kill for wolves so we can show off the total lack of a skinning wolf animation is weird. <laughs> Um, the even though you've cleared out this area, there's a lot of lads in it. Suddenly, that oh that shit's very strange. Um, like the set piece stuff is good, but you know, it's it's exactly the right length without the you know the side missions, um, and they just felt like somebody wanted value or something. Um, there's a shop that I couldn't work out what the fuck the shop was doing there. Uh, but yeah, it's it's fine. But it's really, like, I'm kind of worrying because games have reached this, sort like, for me, the ones I play, where it's like this time waster stuff. I was always like, oh, yes, brilliant. Um, you know, B-level action game. That's exactly what I want. But now that seems to be, like, the main thing. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> there's no, like other tier of single player welcome to the club (laughs) it's uh it's a bit bleak man because I'm like okay I've gotten that shit out of I mean look I've had Metal Gear Solid 5 installed on my computer for 6 months and haven't played it and I've been trying to figure out why I haven't played it and I think it's because I know I'll have to read stuff and that's really sad <laughs> like I know like I can't I, I can't sit down and immediately start ignoring something I'll have to be like oh fuck okay who's the lads without the frontier you know like I'll actually have to think about something um, but I'm fine with that in shorter bursts but committing to like fucking 60 hours of it is uh, I think I'm, I'm just I feel real old but I'm too afraid of that what if I'm dead what if I die of old age at hour 54 <laughs> you know um, yeah, it's it's sad. It does, a very, it does a very good job of effectively... Like, you can play through the game without ever having to deal with a passage of text or a number. Yeah. Like, like you just... It's like you have a pistol, it's fine. Then you get the... Sh- like, the machine gun, it's fine. Then you get the, the shotgun, it's fine. And just, like, you know what it does and just kind of... You're, you're given it, immediately have to use it, and then... Later on, you can kind of choose what you want to do, but it's not like you sat there going, well, do I need the extra 25% damage bonus in this section? No, like, you can just... Like, I've got... Because I, like, I think the version I got came with a load of DLC or stuff. Like, I seem to have a fucking small armoury. Is that the PS4 version? Yeah. Yeah, it's like the special edition of the Xbox One version, so it comes a very thin... Being right. a year after and all that, you know, they, they thought they'd sweeten the deal a little bit. So I have, a, like, 11 different pistols. Couldn't tell you any difference between any of them like i've just chosen the one that sounds the coolest um doesn't it like it still puts the bullets in the wolves it's fine um like we sean you and i sean bell you and i had a go on the the co-op um clambering around thing yeah which like i've not really i've not mentioned it on any podcast or anything because i don't know if we i just wasn't in the right frame of mind but i did not enjoy it and i felt like that was part Partly on me, so I was gonna. I sort of told myself I'm gonna go back to it and give it a proper go before I slag it off. It but, didn't feel like there was much to it. Yeah. Um, but then we know other people who really enjoyed it, which is why it makes me think I'm maybe I'm just missing something and need to try again. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other thing about the story um, I found is like this kind of similar thing with at no point does it challenge you. Like at no point does the story do anything that you don't expect. Yeah, but I still want to, you know, I still, I actually care 
you know I'd oh, actually like, like you know yeah. I I like look one of the best movies of the last 10 years was Universal Soldier 5 I, I liked those movies <laughs> right and I like that kind of shit it's just stuff like Tomb Raider is incredible because there's all this stuff happening and you literally it's impossible to care about it like a guy comes out and he's like my name's Ivan 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 Murder and you're like I guess it is I guess this <laughs> is the tree you're looking for and I suppose that's your sis like it's brilliant because you're just like stuff is just ha- it's like a really good screensaver yeah, you know? that's that's what I mean. Like, like you get you get into the village, and then the helicopters turn up, and you just go, oh, "Hey, of course they do." Yeah. Um, yeah, and you're like, "Oh, class! That helicopter looks great." Who these people are, I have no idea. Weird that they've, you know, that it's this tribe of like of nebulous race that they've put in a load of snow. This is basically like a school play kind of level costumes <laughs> yeah. these people have, and they walk towards you and they're like, "You are the chosen one," and, like, and you're like, "What accent is that?" Anyway, um, I'm just going to some... think about it. I need to wade through some waist high water again. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, and the way they put all the um, optional tombs, which are the best part of the game, um, because you raid tombs, which I, I know sounds really like <laughs> like something again a hundred year old person would say as advertised, but it, they are actually the best part of the game. But they make no sense. They're like, oh, uh, Incas must have been here, I guess, or you know, they they really try hard to uh, explain the fact that you're just in a theme park, even though it's fine to be in a theme park. Just say you're in a theme park. You know, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's, it's grand. Oh, it, oh, this too must have been like the 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 ancient um, the ancient worship site of this god, and like oh, and that's why it's got a chute that dispenses eternal, or like an infinite number of explosive barrels. Is it right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, yes, then- the boat producing door of Quetzalcoatl is here. Um, <laughs> I'm glad this water puzzle has grown up around it organically. Um, some really like, awkward uh, animations though in, in I know this is like really weird thing to talk about but like there's some bits where it just looked like complete faff like when she was like I don't know when she'd hit into an animal the whole thing would just glitch out and it'd be like this is real Tomb Raider 3 nostalgia here where it's just like the game just gives up um, but yeah no it, it was obviously really nice looking overall I guess I played it on the Xbox One last year and the whole time that you guys have been talking I've been sat here like sincerely trying to remember something that happened from it, <laughs> yeah. And I've That's, got nothing. Yeah, I can't. Like, I don't know whether that is like that. Genuinely, could be like a, a problem that I'm gonna have to deal with. Like, that could be like my brain not working properly. But I've got, I've got nothing. Like, no man, that's that game. yeah. That makes a hundred percent sense. Like, yeah. No, I, re- no, I'm, I really can't. I've, I've, I finished it. The only the only thing that I can remember, this is the weird part, is that the end sequence, like the ending hour, is identical to the previous game, like almost scene for scene to the previous game. But I can't remember what actually happens <laughs> in Rise of the Tomb Raider. I'm just remembering Tomb Raider. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but I remember at the time being like, this is exactly the same setup. Like it's it, in fairness, yeah. You'll notice that Sean and I have played it very recently, and we're talking in similarly vague terms about it. Like, we definitely yeah. know, like we both remember helicopters. I can't um, remember a single. I can't remember a fucking helicopter. Well, the, basically, the first ten hours is basically all helicopters all the time. Really? Yeah, there's a lot of helicopters in the first in the first hour. I, put, I got the MPS4 version because it's got that VR bit on it. That was all right. Oh yeah. It's like a significantly less interesting version of Gone Home. <laughs> 
Oh, wow. An achievement in itself. <laughs> yeah. Standing Lara across the toilet. That's about it. So that's as exciting as it got. Wait, actually, that, in the, the, the basin? No, not in the basin. Well, I right. think you might, be able to get, you might be able to force your way in there. VR does some oh, weird things sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing better than playing one of the VR games where some of them, like most of them on PS4, you have to be sat down. Yeah. And some of them work when you stand up as well. Mm-hmm. And it works quite... It, when it, when you got that, it's really cool. Like, um, the one where you're in the deep-sea dive cage, you can stand up and look around. And um, the yeah. London heist, when you're behind the desk, if you stand up, you can shoot over it. Um, yeah. But some of them, like, when you go from seated to standing, the game just goes ah, I don't know what to do <laughs> like the, the amount of the amount of times I've um, been trying I might have been at work trying to set up people so they can play kitchen and I've put the headset on just to check that the game is still running right and or um, well, the headset's still working and I've been in the room in kitchen looking at a chair <laughs> which is what I'm supposed to be sat on at, <laughs> at a at a body with no head <laughs> going ah Something, something has gone wrong here. <laughs> yeah, it's like when we were playing Drive Club, and it was like every time we were on it, throughout the you know the duration, you were just sort of sinking into the seat of the, the, in the car, mm. and like to the point you couldn't really see over the steering wheel. You felt like a five-year-old, like trying to like lift your head up and like, yeah. Cause... That sounds like you didn't adjust it before you started playing. No, we didn't. I don't Fucking think we did. Amateurs. Yeah. No, no. Well, we were. It was the first, like, <laughs> yeah, only was time. Only literally, only just come out. Um, um, yeah, so yes, yeah, I do. I do want to. I do want to give it a proper go because everyone says it's great. Everyone says the first one's great, and I never finished that, and I probably should. Oh, you're yeah. definitely not going to finish the second one. It's longer. Uh, okay. Yeah, it, it's really long, but it's fine because, like, literally, your life will slip away as if, as if you're like in cryostasis. You'll just be like, <laughs> "I've spent five hours now. I can remember the sensation of sliding." I guess. Yeah, it's. it's... Oh yeah, yeah, that happened. But that happened in the first one. Oh uh, yeah, I can't imagine. Sensation. Yeah, I can't imagine anything. Like, again, I had all the DLC when I got it for some reason. So like, they're like. <laughs> With no explanation, they just give you an option to dress like a fucking person from the past in like the first menu. Yes. They're like, yeah, yeah. "Hey, you probably want to dress like uh, one of these, like again, nebulous ethnicity sort of um, uh, Mad Max kind of cosplay." It's like, no, no, I, I don't think so. I don't think that's going to be uh, be right. But like, if it had just been a series of brutally killing real animals, that would have been pretty. Like Shadow of the Colossus, mm-hmm. but with just mm-hmm. you start off with a terrier or something so it's all emotional you know and then you go to two terriers and it's more and then three terriers no but like (laughs) the the fight with the bear was actually interesting until I realised it was the most gamey shit ever like you just had to like walk up to where the game slightly couldn't see you and then meaninglessly shoot it with arrows in like like the side of the shoulder until it keeled over yeah. I've, just, I've just remembered a thing from the game actually no that bear fight was really dumb on mine because I thought okay big fight with the bear I shot it but I had the um the poison arrows yeah mm-hmm. and it just it killed it and one did poison the fucking thing it just died I was like <laughs> oh oh that was good and uh, a fight later on with the bear I used the flaming arrow on it and it doesn't kill it straight away so you have, you have to contend with for about five seconds a burning bear <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's really harsh. I, One you thing know. I will say about it, they seem to have toned down the 
quite i mean they're still there but there's, there's far fewer of the look she's died and a spike's gone in her mouth look at it, it's gone in her mouth and out of the back of her head oh look at yeah that. i mean there's there's still a couple of them I was very disappointed by the lack of that. I uh, <laughs> I was promised pornographic violence, and let me tell you, I can't get enough of that on the internet. Um, yeah, it, it was. The, the death animations were mostly like fade to black as a woman is falling, you know, which I'm, it's probably good because, yeah, the first one sounded traumatic. Um, like, it just sounded like they'd taken that bit from the end of Dead Space 2 and just done that every five minutes, which is heavy stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But um, yeah, speaking of uh, kind of, I guess the inverse of that, which is a game that mechanically is extremely awkward, but is very memorable, is D4 Dark Dreams Don't Die, um, which is Sweary 65's game um, Mm. after Red Seed Profile um, or whatever that was called. And I played this because I am an internet meme lord and I love <laughs> internet humour uh, I felt like an undercover police officer playing this I'm not going to lie I was like oh <laughs> I'd love to write something about how this made me realise I was a, an ant in future like look it's fine uh, it's it is funny because I played Life is Strange as well um me and my girlfriend who is has put the same amount of hours into Stardew Valley as I have every other game this year added together we worked that out um, 450 hours she spent on that somehow oh. yep <laughs> yeah well she uh, she uh, she broke her arm in fairness like two months ago so um, she oh. can't go to work or anything uh, but yeah um, can't play Stardew Valley with one arm like uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, well, you know, that's probably the that's most so- most pleasant, wholesome reason to play Stardew Valley with one arm, I guess. <laughs> um, but uh, not to cast aspersions on the fan base. Uh, but but yeah, so it's um, we played through D four and Life is Strange, and like Life is Strange is really um, I've only played the first episode, so please don't spoil the thing that I know has happened oh, right. because I I listened to I'm podcasts. So, I'm so glad because when I saw that you put this on the the, the plan, I was like, oh no, he's like. I just knew it was going to be. I, I, I was worried it was going to be one of those ones that you have issues with, and I know you're right, but I really like it. No, but. no, I, yeah, no. I listen. I probably am right. Listen, uh, but I, no, I, I've only played the first episode. No, first and episode, like, give it both barrels because the first episode is pretty bad. It's just kind of like it's. It feels like a proof of concept. Do you know what I mean? Where they're like, yeah, that's listen, completely fair. I think yeah. it is. <laughs> Yeah, they're just like, listen, give us two hours and we'll prove to you that teenagers exist. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I, I do get this. And, you know, it's it's um, like, I think the fundamental mechanic... So I don't like when films do this, but I do like when games do this, right? Where um, they make the uh, fundamental anxiety at the centre of the thing, the mechanic. So, like, you know when people are reviewing... There's a movie at the moment called Elle, right? Which is about a woman who gets raped and then goes after her rapist, right? Which is obviously really hard to write about if you're, like, I don't know, a man. So 95% of the people who write about films. So all the reviews they give it is, this is going to be really hard for other people to write about, which is fucking not a review, you know? And But when games do that, where it's like, oh you have to commit to something but let's make that the mechanic so I hate games like Life is Strange where I make one decision and it says like you know uh, character 4 from Walking Dead will remember that and you're like oh well I may as well fucking delete the game then because I didn't want to do and the fact that Life is Strange makes you able to reverse that is interesting I guess you know I thought that was like an interesting 
commentary which again is kind of something I was trying to cling to while she was like I just love photographs and trees and I'm sad about the bully but I'm happy about the weird pornography like it was fine I thought it was grand I, I, I look I watched a lot of the OC um <laughs> I if there was if more boats I'd be happier with it I'll be honest but uh yeah it's it's really harmless life is strange you know it just feels like the first episode again I, who knows there could be like dragons in the second episode and it would be like every other thing with dragons equally harmless but like it's uh yeah I don't know it seems but D4 feels way more like uh like I like life is strange feels very polished for a game that is like you know trying to it feels like post Heavy Rain and also post The Walking Dead kind of telltale stuff. Whereas D4 feels like somebody with a PS2 development kit was just trying some shit out, you know, because <laughs> you have to like find clues. But you also, if you open something and something is spinning, you can pick that up for points and then you can trade points in for more stamina where you can perform more actions and you have to like link shit to other. And there's a detective vision that costs you stamina, but also just gives you the options of what you can interact with and like you're a guy who detective whose wife was shot and the only the best piece of evidence is the bullet which is in your brain but that gives you the power to perceive to to hold a piece of evidence and then travel back in time and space into the reality where that evidence was and then you have to change the course of events and this is all presented while a woman in a bikini who thinks she's a cat is trying to fight you um this game less popular with my girlfriend I'll be honest um, but, but uh, actually she did like it more than me I just found it a bit a bit again that all that sweary 65 stuff and Red Seed what was that game called Red Seed Profile in Deadly Premonition Deadly Premonition a lot better in theory than in practice for me you know and I know that's a real common thing but like I didn't I really liked it but I think the actual playing of it I found a bit clunky and the same less so but D4 is still very very weird um, the action sequences which I think are a bit like Heavy Rain was supposed to be because I remember playing Heavy Rain it was a bit clumsier but the action sequences are actually really fun where you have to like move the sticks in a particular way to avoid a fashion designer who is sexually for, uh, fixated on a mannequin uh, from falling into you when you're in a plane crash but uh, like it, so there's interesting stuff in it but it does feel like somebody who people were partly laughing at and partly laughing with trying to insinuate themselves into the joke, if you know what I mean. Like, he's definitely playing to his crowd a little bit when he made it. And that's not bad, but it's also feels a little... Like, it's a little like when a celebrity comes on a show and is like, I am stupid, you know, like... Or, I don't know, when Les Dennis was on Extras. Like, it... uh, (laughs) It's Les Dennis on Extras, the game. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, we've all seen um, we've all seen Sweary's ass and amazing yes. tattoo now, right? As well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That is that is breathtaking. That tattoo. <laughs> Hang on, I haven't. Well, we not. Oh, well, don't, because you're already. Chris has already got a tattoo addiction. This isn't going to help. Chris, you need to see it. Swearing <laughs> <laughs> 65, ass. Here we if go. put in tattoo, it might come up, but ass will probably help. Yeah. Uh, Make uh, sure Audacity just... is still recording, Chris. Yeah. Just reviews just... of Wrath of the Dead Rabbit. Like, oh. Hang on, tattoo. Let's try that. Yeah, yeah, try that. Try that. Here we go. 
Oh, yes, I have seen that. <laughs> yeah. Good, isn't it? That is something else, isn't it? Mm. Um, Fair play. Good. Carry on. Good, good radio. But, <laughs> <laughs> right, the, the, the truncate silence will figure it all out. It'll sound snappy. Yeah, no. um, <laughs> light and breezy. Um, right, so I, well, me and Chris have been playing a lot of Earth Defense Force 4.1. Have Shadow we sure? of New Despair. Yes, this is new and we've not talked about this. Um, it's, oh, it's so fucking good, man. Um, like we, I'm, I'm not sure what's made us like start playing it again. I know it's, it's been on sale, so I guess we, we know a couple of people who've picked it I up. I think it was recently. basically... Our, our mate and previous guest Sean Bamberger going, should we play some more EDF? And us going, yeah, yeah, all right. We haven't we haven't done that for a while. A couple of other people. Well, didn't, know. Didn't, it, didn't it start with Sean Bamberger saying, oh, the division's on sale. Oh, and us like, all yeah. going, we've got too many fucking games that we've not finished. <clears> this yeah. being one of them. So we upped on that, and then just a couple of other people we know were like, all right, I, you keep going on about it. How much is it? And we had a look, and it was eight quid or something like that. So it's just been the perfect jumping on price for people. Um, it's absolutely tremendous. Like we've we're sort of continually getting into this this thing of like when you start playing it, it's funny because there's big ants and the voice acting's bad and the graphics aren't fantastic, and you're like, okay, I only paid eight pounds for this. I'm not expecting a lot. This is quite funny. It's all right. And we're now 37 hours in with four percent completion on the game. <laughs> yeah. And like we we're taking it quite seriously now. Yeah. But, <laughs> hey, Sean, that's can, all. Turns out. That's all well and good, but I know what the listeners are thinking. They're thinking, can I play this on my own? Um, <laughs> For fuck's sake! You've had the listeners mind. <laughs> oh um, dear. You can... <laughs> if this is like life is strange, mate, you like things like this. You just said. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you can play it on your own, and it's it is good fun. Um, but it like yeah, it is something else in multiplayer, isn't it? When you like, especially because there's two of the classes um, are very much like support roles. Um, like the the air guy has is all about calling in airstrikes and and vehicles and stuff to support other people with. Um, and then there's the fencer who, you know, has like all stupid like giant cannons and melee weapons and stuff, but he's really slow. Um, I think so, it's really interesting. Yeah, go on. Um, you alright, Chris? Has he died again? Is this the curse? Oh no. Talking about EDF. Yeah, I'd say what's really interesting, actually, um, after a full afternoon of playing it with you, Sean, and a couple of others the other day, uh, I went to see Arrival with my wife, which is basically a film about what if aliens arrived and we did the complete opposite to how it goes in EDF. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, like, going home after, like, spending two hours or two and a half hours or whatever it was, just watching a film about Amy Adams very gently speaking to these mad spider aliens... um, and then and then going home and being like right straight back into there's some more giant ants like it's just it's 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 probably maybe not interesting to anybody else now I think about it um, but it's it's just it was it was a really kind of interesting opposite take on 
the, the, the kind of the, the same it's just interesting how um like because in the film like um china and japan as soon as these aliens are just like well let's fucking murder them uh, and it's interesting to see obviously a japanese game maker's take on the exact same mind you in fairness in fairness the ravages do come down with a certain amount of aggression don't they yeah there's not really much opportunity for diplomacy it's yeah. just here are some giant ants they are eating people sorted out joy yeah um yeah we so we got to a mission the other week where it turns out the ants eventually it was, what was around mission sort of 50 or 60 odd something like that 60 something yeah the ants evolve into dragons that's good news yeah and you're in a you're in tokyo and you're a, a soldier and there's dragons and you have to shoot the dragons um there was one incredible moment where i was playing as an air raider and my sort of airstrike ability that i'd equipped was this this like orbital laser that you have to guide with a little handheld laser thing um and i got um a dragon like grabbed me and i was, so it was sort of ragging me around in its mouth um but the, the, the whole thing is when when that happens to you you can still shoot but all i had equipped was this fucking orbital laser <laughs> so i had to just fucking point it down this dragon's mouth and then Burn just wait fucking... as this giant beam came from the sky and just sort of swallowed and then came over and then tore the dragon in half and it was one of the best things i've ever done well, yeah because imagine as an air raider like to put it in context as an air raider imagine your only other option was to like summon a motorbike yeah pretty much with a little sidecar <laughs> on it yeah and um, that that doesn't stop you from being like eaten by a dragon does it so yeah, pretty pretty useless um so yes that was incredible um just lots of excellent moments where we've just absolutely pissed ourselves accidentally dropping airstrikes on each other um, dropping tanks on top of skyscrapers and then having to ask someone else to blow up the skyscraper just so I can get the <laughs> tank off the top of it um, punching Godzilla's in the neck in big robots yeah which we, we suspected caused me an injury in real life because I was laughing so it was it was <laughs> wasn't even that funny it was just how hard you were laughing at it it was genuinely the closest I've ever come to actual joy like, <laughs> like pure joy um, I was I was sat in, in in the little fucking like eight by six coffin that I play video games in um, just with my mouth open and just gurgling like I got to the point you know where you can't laugh enough to get it out yeah. And you just go kind of purple and just have to make kind of feral noises for a bit. I'd reach that. Um, <laughs> just the best, the best video game experience of my life. It's just, it's one of those games. Like it, it's like, it's an easy, like it's an easy and obvious comparison. It reminds me a lot of Raw Danger on the PS2. In that, like it's, you know, this whole thing of like, is the, is there a video game equivalent of like B movies and like. And it, you know how that, that kind of doesn't translate because a beam, like a, a shit film goes from start to finish whether you're paying attention or not, whereas mm. a shit game is unique, like will be frustrating. If there are bad things about it, it will actively annoy you and you've got to put effort in in order for it to continue and eventually end. And so it kind of doesn't work the same way. And you get people referring to games like EDF or whatever as like B games because they've got you know a lot like visually or thematically they've got the tropes of b movies but actually you know and they might be low budget but design wise there's nothing wrong with them oh they're razor sharp design wise they, like... yeah they... <laughs> um so ants. it's sort of interesting and kind of unfair to be like oh yeah it's like kind of dumb and you shoot ants and it's like no there's actually tons to it and there is no there are no barriers to your enjoyment with it and yeah. like this is like the age-old edf defenders argument but i would rather have the ants look a bit ugly and have 20,000 of them on the screen. Yeah. 
um, than them be like perfectly rendered and like be, you'd be able to see three of them before the game grinds to a halt. Same with the buildings, like you know the, yeah. the, the destructible buildings are like are a big part of the game, um, and they're not very well rendered, um, but they kind of fall apart nicely. And again, like yeah. you, you on some some maps, you've got like an entire like region of a city that you you you're fighting around. And yeah, fine. Like they're, 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 it's obvious what they are. The ants climb up them, um, and you blow them. Up. What, what's fascinating as well is is like you're there defending the earth, and it reaches a point where you're like, right, there's a load of ants over here. I'm just going to run in a straight line, firing rockets, and just level all the buildings between me and the ants <laughs> in order to save all the people. Yeah. All the all the buildings which are thankfully like empty. Otherwise, I think I think I'm going to buy this. I think I'm going to buy this. I, uh, <laughs> I, um, it, it is it is thirty five quid. Like that's a lot of money. Um, that's a lot more than eight, you know. But I found it for thirty five. Maybe I it can is, swing it. It is it is a lot of money, but it's worth it's worth it for some of O'Hara's dialogue. Yeah. Uh, O'Hara is the alien expert who is constantly on the, the uh, on the phone to you while you're playing, and uh, they brought him in as the expert, but he seems to know. Fuck all. Um, <laughs> it's amazing. Like they're like, oh yeah, we got him in. He's an expert. He was he was involved last time they came down, and like all of a sudden he's just like, oh, they're giant ants. It's like, they were giant ants the last three times, mate. What? Where have you been? Just <laughs> like those so-called experts in time. Parliament, right? You know, yeah. <laughs> right, right, guys. <laughs> you know, there's the there's the other woman on the radio who sort of actually gives you the news, mm. and his response almost every time is, "What'd you say?" <laughs> <laughs> He's got nothing else. He just names things. Yeah, that's his main job, isn't it? He's going, that one is called Delroy. That one's called Hector. That one, the one with the shield, I'm calling Shield Bearer. Um... <laughs> yeah, I'm getting this. Yeah. I love that um, when I was playing it as well, they, um, they they haven't even like bothered with some levels. They've just gone... <laughs> Remember that bit in the first EDF where all the Hectors rolled in on the beach? That was amazing. Let's, Let's do, that, do again, it again. That again. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. They seem to keep doing this thing where, like, each game has like all of the the, the last game condensed, and then some mm. extra bits on the end. And they yeah. seem to have done that yet again. Is that yeah? And like, you'll be playing it, and you're like, oh, I sort of remember this from EDF two or three. Or, <laughs> um, it's really yeah. But Dark Souls thing. did that, and people shit themselves with happiness. So surely, uh, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. it's also worth pointing out. I've just remembered this now, um, uh, Andy. Last time we played with you. Um, Andy got stuck between two buildings for an entire level and was able to yeah. get out. Uh, <laughs> I was playing as one of the lancers who are like these big lads who can barely move, but can. Uh, yeah. They're quite devastating when they actually do manage to land a hit. Yeah. But I am. Um, yeah, I was. I, I was well out of my comfort zone. <laughs> was on the top of a building, which is like the place where you don't want to be as a lancer. And I try to jump between the buildings. <laughs> I don't even know, I can't even remember how I ended up there. Like <laughs> just remember hearing you going, guys help. I'm trapped in an alley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've fallen into a snicket and I can't get out. <laughs> yeah. We had to Good destroy game. we had to destroy both buildings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How's the homes as well? They were like, they weren't like. It wasn't even two like, skyscrapers you were stuck between. It was like two semi-detached like houses. houses. Yeah. 
Oh, that's the other thing, is that, like, so yeah, so oh, it, it's all quite low budget and low detail and stuff. Apart from a lot of, like, the shops. Coffee shops are all expertly realised, yeah. Yeah, and just, like, little convenience stores and stuff. And you can actually, like, look in and, like, oh, yeah, that's a, that's a, there's a shop in there. It's not just a flat texture. And... It's today's newspapers, lovely. Yeah. That's the influence of Gone Home, I reckon. That's finally filtering <laughs> up to A-level <laughs> games, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, come on. EGF's a lot of things. AA level. Jesus. Well, I mean, there's AA level um, and there's AAA level. Come on, man. <laughs> on the subject of B games, I've briefly played um, Deadly Tower of Monsters that was on PS Plus this month, which I, I took no interest in whatsoever until I found out it was by Ace Team um, of Xeno Clash and. Um, Fuck, what's it called? What's the one I made you buy, Sean, with the boulder that you roll through history? Oh, fucking, what was that called again? Uh, Rock of Ages. Yeah, yeah. That was good. That was good. Yeah, like, I've always appreciated their games for ideas, if not always execution. Um, This is another one of those. (laughs) Like, I'm only literally, like, 20, 30 minutes in. It appears to be, like, a sort of roaming, sort of brawler-stroke shooter. But the idea is it's... Like, it's pretty funny. It's, um... Like as soon as you start the game, the, the like the director's commentary, and it's like the idea is it, the director's sort of looking at this old shitty sci-fi movie he made, and he's comment, commenting on it as he goes. Um, but like there's there's neat little touches. Like so, you're playing as the actor in the film, and you're beating up you know uh, robots and, and monsters and stuff. But there's like neat little touches. Like he talks about how like oh yeah, you know these 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 robots were all guys in suits and it was horrible and, and you know, some of them nearly died and stuff. <laughs> uh, but then, like, there'll be a bit later on where you're fighting monsters and he's like, oh, yeah, we had to, like, get the stop-motion animation guys in for this because we couldn't do it in suits. And they're all animated, like, sort of Ray Harryhausen stop-motion style. Oh, that sounds like, pretty good. Like, like separately yeah. from everything else and it's kind of interesting. Um yeah, beyond that, I don't know, it's just like running around, hitting things and shooting ray guns, and it seemed okay, and it was free, so I'll probably carry on with it at some point. That sounds right. Yeah. They're the Xenoclash uh, people as well, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, um, good. I never played Xenoclash 2, I really enjoyed the first one. But... I played the first, like, half an hour of it, and it was like, there was, weirdly, there was too much world building, I know that sounds bizarre, but they were like, <laughs> really wanted you to get in on the Wikipedia entry, uh, it was, yeah, it was Well, this was, yeah, I mean, that was... Like the first one sort of did a nice job of just, I don't know, like it, it was happy to just sort of mention things and yes. not really understand them, and that was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was the suggestion that there was this, yeah, there was a much bigger world to it, but you didn't really need to know too much about it. Yeah, in media res, yeah, yeah. It, whereas this one is like, I haven't seen Star Wars because I'm an adult, right? But like, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> but, <laughs> you, you know the, um, you know the scene in the canteen or whatever that everyone's like, oh, it's brilliant. Mm. Um, it, the, 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 the first one is just like that where it's like all these weird shit like that you see and you're like, oh, what could that be? The second one is if they went around to every single one of those and was like, here's this right. guy, here's his little top trumps card, here's this family you know it's like oh. yeah that's a shame uh andy have you been playing yo um i've been playing lots of different things but none more than street fighter 5 <laughs> on the playstation 4 entertainment system <laughs> um yeah i'm still playing that game too much They've, there's a bot on Twitter that you can tweet your Capcom Fighters idea and it tells you how long you, like, what your statistics, basically. And 
it turns out I've won at least five games a day since it came out. And that's not including playing offline and at, at weeklies and the PC version and the fact that I've taken like weeks off it sometimes. <laughs> so that's a lot, basically. So I've been playing that loads and it's still the best game ever made, which is good. Um, but I've taken a, a small break in the constant evenings of Street Fighter to play a lot of the new shooters that have been coming out because I like shooting things. And a um, few of them. it's a bit of a golden bloody age for the old first person shooter at the minute. Mm-hmm. Um, so Titanfall 2, I have played and finished. Uh, where are we going on spoilers with this? I know Sean doesn't give a shit. Yeah, you fucking spoil away, my friends. <laughs> uh, probably for the sake of the audience, don't. I mean, Chris, you're about to play it, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm going to play through the single player oh, you haven't played this it. weekend, probably. So, oh, right, then I, I I'm definitely. Not, I'm not one of those people who's just like, if you go, there's guns in it. I'll be like, oh, for fuck's sake. Okay, that's cool. But... I'll keep. I will keep it vague because like it is worth having a bit of a bit of surprise, basically. Right, cool. I, yeah, yeah, because that, that definitely makes it better. Yeah. So a lot's been said about um, some mechanics that you get in uh, the single player and um, it does a lot of stuff where it gives you like a really interesting throwaway mechanic and you use it and you do some cool stuff with it and then it's gone and then uh, you're on to the next one basically and um, I've seen some people talking about these like that they are like Nintendo-esque yeah yeah, that's bollocks Um, that, 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 they're completely oversold. Anyone who's saying that, man, like, actually go and play like Mario 3D World, yeah. and then and then think about it a little bit. Uh, I found that at the end of these gimmicks, and they are gimmicks, at the end of these sections, I was I I really felt like right, cool, that was fun, but completely unexplored. Like they could have done way more than that. I've seen the ideas done in other games, other better. Like games that have done those bits better, like considerably better, um, and you'd all have known that if you played bloody Singularity. Um, so <laughs> I was wondering when you were going to mention Singularity. Yeah. So, however, I'm not going bad on Titanfall 2. It's bloody brilliant. But Titanfall 2, for my money, is at its best when it's basically just doing what Doom did earlier this year, which is when it sticks you in a room of varying terrain sometimes literally varying as you're going through it and goes right cool you've got amazing freedom of movement the shooting and you know all the guns feel really nice every single one of them offers a unique approach and all of the enemies are kind of different and offer like you know you have to think about the way you tackle them in a different way and goes have at it and when it's doing that it works so well i was one of those people who was like titanfall doesn't need a single player and um you know, I'm I'm pretty convinced by it. So they, they they've done a really good job of it. It doesn't feel half-assed for sure. Which is, and I've played loads of the multiplayer so far, and it doesn't feel like it, the multiplayer has suffered, which is my main concern to be honest. So um, like it has, it is really good. But yeah, um, I think that it, it's the the best work in that game is when it just takes all the cool stuff that you liked about Titanfall One, um, in terms of the way it lets you traverse the map and goes right cool here's a bunch of dumb ai to shoot at in that style and you can you know you can do things you know like run up a wall jump off fly and kick a man off a cliff 
shotgun his friend, slide under a door, and it seem it, it's it feels so nice to play. Um, there's just way too many bits where it goes again. My opinion, oh, you can do that, but here's this like gimmick that we're not going to fully explore, and loads of bits where you're talking to the fucking robot. Um, <laughs> like, just let me shoot. I, I know people are going to fucking scream hearing you say that because everyone fucking loves the robot. The ro- like, uh, here's the thing. By the end of the game, by the end yeah. of the game, there was a little thought, and it really small inkling at the back of mine, which is like. Yeah, I could go for more of this story in Titanfall. Like, I was, I was almost in. They in say the Andy's heart that... grew two sizes that day. Yeah, in the <laughs> same way that, like, when you start Halo Three back in the day, because we're all over it now. But yeah. when Halo Three first came out, you were like, right, let's finish the fight. Let's get this done. <laughs> let's see where this is going. I know what that tank's called. You know, like <laughs> I was like, no, the, the 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 Titanfall universe, maybe, maybe I could play another game in the Titanfall universe, but um, but yeah, like it was just, it, I think Doom spoiled me a little bit this year that it is like first person shooters are at their best when they're about shooting, and Titanfall when it is just shooting the dudes is so good, um, so yeah. I'm not. I'm not totally convinced by some of these amazing moments, and the cut, the set pieces are all really good. Like the, yeah. some of them are spectacular, in fact. But just let me shoot the guys. Oh, and um, uh, I think that like you know the the gun, the famous gun from Titanfall One with the lock on the pistols. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That it bit. Yeah. That was yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah you, I will yeah, play that, it. That, 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 that gun obviously makes an appearance, and that was my favourite part. In the game absolutely loved it um so yeah what else i've played batters i've played a load of battlefield one um oh my, that's a, a massive gulf between development team and marketing team isn't it <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so the game itself uh i mean obviously it's still a first person shooter in 2016 aimed at 18 to 35 year old males <laughs> But they've had a go at trying to, you know, be a little bit tasteful and tactful with it. Like mm-hmm. they, ha- it isn't at all. But they've clearly had a go. Like, yeah. The the, the one thing I've heard about it is that the, like one of the missions, um, you're in a tank and you're like escorting a tank through a I've forest just, or something. I've just done like that bit. Yeah. yeah. And the, and they're like, and your your commanding officer's like, great, you, Johnny, recruit. You go and clear that base out of the twenty-five men that's in there, and as you walk off, he's just like, "Oh, but don't be a hero." Mm. Like, well, hang on, you can have one or other. Like, you, you're just like, <laughs> yeah. go and stealthily murder twenty-five men, but don't put yourself at risk. Whatever you do, taking you home. Yeah, there is a like a pretty spectacular bit before that as well, where um, you're in said tank because it's the first story. Oh, that's another cool thing about it is um, the way it's done. The single player is really good and lends itself to DLC really nicely. Well done, EA. Um, it's um, it's a series of uh, stories just in the world. All of them are about four or five levels long, and yeah. it's all like individual dudes, and they're all quite different. But uh, the first story, which is what I'm nearly at the end of now, is um. You play. You're playing as you know a bunch of people in a tank, um, and it's quite bad company, but not yeah. funny. 
<laughs> but like, they, like they they sort of focus on the bond between the lads who are running the tank and you know as they all get picked off by the horrors of war, um, you know they're, they're trying there. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a bit at the end of the first section of it where um, you, you're stuck in the mud and your tank's getting overrun and the enemy are actually like putting their guns inside any hole they can find and just firing into it. But the tanks are, uh, they had. Um, uh, pigeons in that were trained to fly back to base camp and the the commander quickly notes down the coordinates of where you are the grid the grid reference uh, and puts it in the pigeon and like it's a big moment where he's just like just let it go and you you, you know what letting the pigeon go means mm-hmm. i didn't admittedly but <laughs> it's implied <laughs> that you're supposed to know what it means i was like all right cool this is clearly a moment and then you're controlling the pigeon what? Finally. What? You, yeah, exactly. I was like, okay, this is... And you fly it back to base. Do you have to, like, dodge enemy fire as you do? No, it, it's... <laughs> enemy like, pigeons. There is enemy, there is enemy fire and you see some planes blown up. But it's all, you basically just hold forward. Is it like a rubbishy, feathery pilot wings? <laughs> no. Right, okay. <laughs> there's no such thing as a rubbishy like, pilot wing. You're not going through rings. Even the shitty 3DS one was alright. No, you're not going through rings or anything. You literally just hold it's a glorified cutscene. And you get it back to the base and they go, Oh, it's a it's a message and it yeah, they read the grid reference, but then they use the grid reference to hone in the um the fucking mortars. Right. They, they bomb your position and yeah, you survive against the odds obviously because it's level one but um, <laughs> but it's uh, yeah it, it is decent I mean like the fact that they went out with the you know those those adverts on Twitter is insane they didn't talk to it I don't think they played the game I they you, can't you... have they can't have it is like they have they have like I said it's it's not particularly tactful but they've clearly put real effort into going this is not Call of Duty this time. This is very much... Like, there's a few little bits it's thrown out between levels where it gives you a bit of history about what happened, and I have found myself going, like, fair enough. I did not know that. That's quite interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, thinking about it, they could have made a better point with with something like that mission you just mentioned. Like, so at the start, when you select that mission, and it's like, level one, two, three, four, five, and if the bomb, like, the bit with the bomb, like that yeah. was the end of his mission, and it just like scratched off. Like those levels didn't exist. You know what I mean? I'm, like, yeah, that, I mean, it does do some stuff like that during the tutorial. Yeah, like yeah, yeah like during the tutorial, it, the way it gets you honed in on you know, this is how you fire a gun. You're basically in a trench, and the trench is being overrun, and it goes there's some dudes shoot at them. So you press press RT. Yeah, yeah. RT, and you do that and in, in order to hammer the point home it just keeps sending waves of dudes at you so you get a lot of practice until you finally succumb to it yeah and then it just it moves you onto a different person like it's like right you're not him anymore he's away and it, I think it does that again throughout the game in parts but like so it does sort of tries to address the the human churn yeah the horror the horrors of young depth as it, mm. young death as explored by the tutorial to a game <sighs> like i said like <laughs> i said it's not tactful at all but bless them they've definitely tried like it's it's impossible <laughs> to say they didn't have a go like it's um yeah the, the worst bit is is knowing that there's somebody at ea in an abercrombie and fitch t-shirt going we fucking nailed it yes yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that's exactly it but like like it's um 
It's it's definitely it's weird though, man. Because like I'm, what what is it about old war that is better than future war? <laughs> like you you're no not going right, to be man. in it. Is that apparently <laughs> like Call of Duty's done like I mean obviously it's still twice as much as any other game, but they've done like it's done like half its amount this year. Yeah. Apparently it's and yeah. Battlefield's done better than it's ever done. So it's kind of weird. People are in an old ass war. Yeah, it was that thing we got bored of world. Well, you know, game gaming got bored of World War Two, so they went to the future. Right, now it's the future. Yeah. Book it now, because you know I might never be on one of these podcasts again, knowing my schedule. But like, book it now. <laughs> next year, next year's Call of Duty. Book it. Modern Warfare Four. They're gonna they're gonna drag that one out next year. They're gonna find an excuse. <laughs> they're gonna resurrect fucking any soap. That's him. If he's dead, I can't remember what happened in the first one. <laughs> <laughs> he might not be dead. Um, yeah, I'm beginning to, think, beginning to think the Tomb Raider problem is literally just your brain, Andy. Like, yeah, that is <laughs> possible. Do you remember what happened so, in Mario? He's a plumber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a him. That's, yeah. <laughs> Did you see that place recently called, like, you know, one of the greatest tradesmen of all time? <laughs> I saw it on Twitter yesterday, someone was tweeting about it, that he was referred to as a tradesman. It's like, oh, I suppose. That's, yeah. up about your, your princess problems. It's going to be expensive, mate. You're not going to be able to fit it in until Thursday. Yeah. That's if fixed. she's where I think she is. He's not fixed a fucking thing. Um... Right, whilst I've been playing with guns in it, Gears of War 4. Now, this is a weird one. Single player. It's very good. It's more Gears of War. You know exactly what to expect from it. It's just one of the good ones. So it's, you know, and split screen co ops, how I've been playing it. It's spot on, really good. And um, they, those guys are like, they're kind of the masters, I'd say, of like couch co op and having levels that when they split you off, it doesn't feel like shitty or forced, like something like Resident Evil 5. It's yeah. like there's something fun for both people to do. Someone isn't just holding a switch while the other person defends, you know. It's like, it's pretty cool. Um, uh, the multiplayer, though, I can't fucking stand it. Um, oh, really? Yeah, it's just people hitting you with shotguns at point blank. And the thing is, though, once... Gears of War's fundamental thing is the cover system, right? Lock into cover. You know, all oh, right. Oh, I know Kill Switch did it first, right? But Gears of War <laughs> cover system running in between cover, right? That's what it is. Um, so all, obviously, all the levels are designed with enemies coming towards you and cover dotted around the map. But if you if you lock into cover in multiplayer and someone just walks up to you, you, you can't move because <laughs> you're locked <laughs> cover. So like, same with the horde mode, which is loads better now. It's got a bit of tower defense. You can buy weapons. I've been playing as the engineer, and it's quite fun to make a base, mm. like putting up barbed wire and turrets and stuff and just offering the horde to come to you instead of going after them. That's actually pretty fun. But again, if you just go out into the world and don't set up a base... It's pointless because you'll be sat there shooting a bunch of guys and suddenly you'll be getting shot and it's because about three dudes have spawned behind you. And it's like the the whole concept of Gears of War just falls apart once you have enemies that don't just come out in front of you. So <laughs> Yeah, that's... like you have to you have to Yeah, it has to be like here's your walls and they are coming from this direction. Yeah, and when it's doing that it's like still... accordingly, like Yeah, I, I really rate it when it's doing that, so <laughs> Yeah, Gears 4 it looks really nice as well, but I've never been a massive fan of multiplayer Gears. I don't get it. It's just people with shotguns, the game. And 
shit, played Battles of Titanfall. Like, <laughs> um, uh, also, on my Xbox One, which I've been playing way too much at the minute, I'm thinking about trading it in and getting one of the smaller ones, cause, mm. mainly because it stands up right and it uses a figure-eight cable, so I'm not going to piss around that block anymore. Like, that's <laughs> worth the extra money. For that. <laughs> um, playing Skyrim Special Edition, um, but oh, yes. the Xbox One version has loads of mod support, whereas the PS4 one does not. So the PS4 one, you can only use mods that use existing assets in the game. Right. And that's it. Uh, whereas the Xbox One version is fucking, you know, the, the gate is open. I wonder <laughs> why can... that is. Uh, Sony, apparently. Just, yeah, it's like yeah. a weird... Like... Sony don't want the fucking stuff. Hatsune Miku yeah. mod getting in there, do they? Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, apparently it wasn't going to have mods at all. But um, when uh, that was clear, I don't know if you saw this, Bethesda fully threw them under the bus. Really? Like, yeah, they put out a statement like on the like, on the day they announced mod support, just straight up saying Xbox One is going to have you know 10 gig free to install mods when you install the game. Uh, the PS4 version will not have mods, and this is completely due to Sony. Like they just straight up said it's not us. <laughs> like. And um, yeah, there was a bit of a uh, you know kicked off about it, so they mm. figured it out. But um, yes, yeah, so I've been playing Skyrim, but um, I've just piled on mods. Um, at first, I just put on the survival mods. You see, I Camp. still want to try this. And they're pretty fun. You can tweak mm. them as to what they do. So, like, I've currently got them set up that um, they cause uh, stat debuffs mm-hmm. as they get worse. Um, but if frostbite does fully kick in, yeah. all that happens at the minute while I'm getting used to it is you black out and you wake up. You know those like those little camps of yeah. hunters dotted around the map. Yeah, you basically yeah. wake up at the nearest one of those right. with a hunter who's like, "I found you. You're an yeah. idiot." Do that again. <laughs> um, and um, that's pretty good. So I put on yeah. You have to eat, sleep, keep yourself hydrated, and watch out for cold. That basically makes the bit that people don't like in Skyrim. You know, the kind of really shallow, nothing world between missions, which I really like. (laughs) I love just, like, being able to swan around this, like, almost empty place, just taking it in. Um, Yeah, you can... uh, It basically gives you something to do in that. Like, now, when you're playing that, if you see a deer, it's not just, oh, there's a deer. It is, like, it's fucking dinner. And, and a yeah. cape potentially like so yeah <laughs> so yeah because it, it does sort of like make the game a little bit more interesting um but also i've been uh like after playing um a bit of it I, I i kept all the graphics mods off because this is meant to be the better looking version so i was like let's give it a chance <laughs> let's see what it looks <laughs> like um it doesn't look better than the PC version with the HD texture pack on for my money like it's got the god rays and stuff that look good but it's 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 all right it is a better version of Skyrim but it's still like I still think um vanilla with the HD texture pack Skyrim on PC still edges it um so now I've gone to town fucking I've just thrown everything in it like <laughs> more blood textures uh, better looking eyes everyone's hair looks like anime you know fuck it I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm just chucked I've just yeah I've gone all in with it now and it's it is actually really cool like it's 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 fun to play Skyrim again and it's extra fun now that there's like like the the terrain is a threat. <laughs> um, a wonderfully Andy <laughs> Hamilton statement. I've gone full in on it. Hair, blood, and eyes. 
Yeah, I've got, like, a, I've got a house. Because surely if you start overdoing it on the mods, it just fucking dies. It so straight up says when you go into the mod menu, this can fuck up your game. <laughs> we take no responsibility for it. But if it does completely break it and you don't know what to do, uninstall Skyrim and reinstall it and you're golden. Uh, I've only had one that completely balls it and there was one that apparently improved the weather effects and I was cutting about Whiterun <laughs> and the fog came in <laughs> and it was like like bright white <laughs> <laughs> and you could see about a foot in front of your face <laughs> and there, there was like no smoke like smoky texture to it at all it was like it was like someone had just opened a fucking text document in front of you <laughs> and just went All right, deal with that <laughs> so um so yeah, I had to turn that. I had to turn that one off, um, and the rest of it's been like VR stuff, uh, all the usual bits and pieces I've played. But um, I've also I've been playing that Robinson the Journey, the Crytek one, that started life as a tech demo and is still very much a tech demo. Um, <laughs> but they're charging fifty five quid. Right? They are charging fifty five quid for it, which is absolutely ludicrous because it's barely a game. Um, but it, you know, in Oblivion. Everyone refers to it when you come out the sewers. So Patrick Stewart's dead, yeah. and um, come out the, the sewers, and it puts you in front of that bloody lake, yeah. and there's the hills, and mountains, and you go fucking out. This is it. Gaming's never been better. <laughs> <laughs> there's um, there's a fair bit of that in this. Okay. Like it's kind of it's acutely aware of what like one of the best things that VR does is height and scale. Yeah. Um, when you're sat in the VR headset, if you look behind you, you're like, cool. The thing that I've noticed with most people playing it, and I've seen a lot of people play it, is when you look up and you suddenly realise, oh, I'm in something. Yeah. Like, there's a there's a roof to it, or like, you know, yeah. I can see this. Yeah, it's, that seems to be the moment where people go like, whoa, I'm, I'm in. This is it. I'm, I've drunk the Kool-Aid. Um, so this game there's a lot of stuff where like you, you play as a kid who's crash landed in a big spaceship on a planet and it sort of the game picks up a few months after you've crashed and you've kind of built yourself a little base camp uh, and then I don't really know what's going on because I've been ignoring the story but um, there's loads of bits where like you'll be oh I'm in my base and you come out of the base and there's a fucking gigantic you know red dwarf size crash ship in a valley that you can look out over and there's a fucking jungle going all the way down to it and stuff and it you know it it's fucking spectacular um and it sort of controls like a first person shooter it's really slow movement probably because you're gonna vomit otherwise but um it's just it's you kind of wander around solve a few environmental puzzles um and see the sights and it's quite good like um, the air, there's a bit where you go into a tar pit and when you go in there for the first time, as you go in, there's like, you come through a little tunnel and there's like what appears to be the end of the tunnel. And as you walk out into this, you know, but again, pretty spectacular looking tar pit with bubbling acid and stuff like that. This The, the thing that you thought was the end of the tunnel is a fucking tail of a bloody Brachiosaurus. It's all, di- it's all dinosaurs, probably should have mentioned. And it, and it, it really is. Fucking hell, life will find a way. You know, like, just... <laughs> it's, it, it's, it is a... Like, because it's hard to describe when you're not in it, but it's, yeah. it, they're massive. They're hundreds, hundreds yeah, of Yeah, I mean, I, 
I, it's insane. They're like they're like a football pitch. Like it's yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 I said that you know in a, uh, that thing I wrote about Area X is that like that's the main thing that hits you with mm. VR, isn't it? It's like you can see things that you have like Res is such a good example because you're looking at things you've seen countless times over the last 10, 15 years, however long Res has been out. Yeah. But you're just like, oh god, it's all huge. Yeah, like it's, <laughs> I can now see how big everything is. Yeah, like, it's weird. One of the things I really like about Area X, which I don't think many people have sort of um, dwelled on, is it uses loads of like, like black black yeah not like a gray black yeah so you don't see the edge of the headset yes yeah absolutely so like just in it like yeah so like when you if you're playing drive club i mean obviously if you were like a professional driver you'd probably wearing a helmet so it's probably not the best example all right so (laughs) if you're playing robinson right you're meant to be on this planet it's breathable atmosphere you shouldn't be wearing a fucking crash helmet or visor or whatever so when you look with your head you're in you're immersed. Yeah. You're looking up these bloody huge trees going, I have to climb that in a minute and I'm not good with heights. It's going to be fucking horrible because, yeah, there's loads, <laughs> there's loads of climbing in it. And you can just let go of the buttons and fall to your death as well, which <laughs> does make you feel sick, may I add. Um, so you're like, okay, right, I've got to climb that. And you, the scale, sense of scale is amazing, blah, 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 blah. But um, when you move your eyes... You're like, oh, I've just nothing's happening. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to do. You always have to do these like real grand motions with your neck. Like, oh, I'm looking around. But with res, that like, you move your eyes, you, you're seeing black space, the same as what you have if you move your head. It's that's one of the reasons why that's way more immersive. But yeah, yeah, yeah. res is like ridiculous. I've not been on it to talk about res, and I have I, but fucking hell, like <laughs> area X. <laughs> Lucy Lou, with my girl Drew, Cameron D and Destiny, Charlie's Angels, come on. Question? A snowflake at the Sonic Mole, happy birthday, by the way. Um, given what a roaring success the new Hitman is, after how pump Absolution was, uh, what are video games' greatest comebacks? Uh, that hit, fucking Hitman oh. is unreal, by the way. Have you all played the yeah. last level yet? Not yet. Mate, oh, I'm well behind on it. Yeah, stop fucking around. Don't play anything else. It's brilliant. Like, <laughs> like when I'm saying stuff like if Street Fighter V didn't exist, it'd be a clear game of the year. And I'm still thinking of putting it as game of the year. <laughs> like, it's good, all right? Yeah. I uh, once brought back a 2-0 deficit in Blood Bowl as the Orcs in only one half, which is pretty impressive if you're playing as the Orcs. Uh, that's a pretty good comeback. Um, Hyperlight Drifter, the new massive patch they've done on that has just completely transformed it from a bitter disappointment to one of my favourite games of the year. So, that. The Horse and Shadow of the Colossus. <laughs> um, when... of a comeback, though, he just sort of limps in. <laughs> Considering you think he's dead. Oh, yeah, he's supposed to survive falling down a cliff so I suppose when Bionic Commando when that new version of Bionic Commando came out and was bad and then they released the good one immediately you know kind of a weird (laughs) make it up to people thing that was pretty thrilling I guess Saints Row for a bit before they got it wrong again (laughs) controversial The idea they got uh, it right, not the. No, I'm just. Doing... I, do you know? I might. I might even say like, um, like some of the games, like when Wolfenstein was announced, people yeah. thought, oh, well, that's gonna just be shit. Like it's just gonna be a middle of the road shooter. And obviously, with Bethesda's um, stance on sending out review code, that was one of the first games that got that that treatment. 
Mm. Um, and I'd probably say Doom as well. A lot of, a pe- yeah. lot of people who are incorrect don't like Doom 3. Uh, Doom? And, uh, Doom is the Metallica of video games, isn't it? Uh-uh. Take it back. No, no. Doom's grace. <laughs> First couple, everybody's fine with. Brilliant. Then... Doom's bass player died. Yeah. <laughs> then the new ones come out, and it's functionally different, but everyone's like fine with it. Uh, like it's it it it, it retains the flavour of the old one, but brings something new as well. Uh, I can I can tell you're all desperately going with me on this one. So, um, <laughs> if anything, I think you, you'll risk being too on board. Let's move. On. <laughs> <laughs> it's more Doom is more like the Slayer of video games. Good, right? That's it. <laughs> and about hell, like those, those are two. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Louis Proctor at Louis P says, "Allow me to expand on my bath question. I wasn't really specific enough first time around. Imagine the hypothetical: you are presented with two baths, one slightly too hot, one slightly too cold." Someone puts a gun to your head and tells you to get in one immediately. You can subsequently add more hot or cold water. Which of the two baths would you prefer to submerge yourself in? A slightly too hot or slightly too cold one? So it's not just about someone running one for you, running one for you, but also about you having to immediately get in it. Right, stop speaking. Them. Stop speaking now, Sean. <laughs> right. Here is here is the thing about this. Um. I've been listening to some old Midnight Resistances recently, right? Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, and I've noticed, I've noticed, so basically my problem with this is that Sean's answer wasn't like, so you, Louis, your question was fine. What was bad? Yeah, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Yeah. <laughs> what was bad with Sean's smarmy insistence of, I would do the bath right in the first place. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Come back over to some Midnight Resistances. He's been doing this shit for years, but no one's picked up. <laughs> Every time someone asked a question, like, would you rather bang your knee or bang your elbow? And Sean was like, I would make sure I wasn't in a dangerous situation in which I would hurt. <laughs> and Andy's just accepted it. And Owen. And every guest you've ever had has just gone, oh, well, just we'll leave it. He's probably not worth the argument. But I'm bringing the argument back, right? So from now on, when you do this, I'm going to call it running the bath, right? This is this time someone asks us a multiple choice question and your response is a different thing. <laughs> This is legitimately incredible. <laughs> when I was in college, um, I did a total of five lessons in Sistema, the Russian martial art, where I learned how to disarm someone who's uh, pointing a gun at me. So... <laughs> it's, it's, and, by, and by the way, Chris, that's a threat. <laughs> so I would uh, effortlessly disarm uh, the we- man who's trying to force me into one of these inaccurately... Uh, Temperatured, temperatured. It's not a word. Baths. This is why, Sean. I've taken great delight in the last few weeks of you going. I've got a scratch on the screen of my phone. What? What do you think I should do about it? My response every time has been, I would not get a scratch on my phone. <laughs> that you would say stop that. You from... say that. That's a thing. Oh, when I was googling, like, right, is there a way of me dealing with this scratch on my phone? Trump. Then you go on. No, you go on. You go on forums, right? And people are like, well, you know, you need to put a screen protector on it. Like, don't be an idiot. And then there's one person going. I have a leather case for my phone, which I keep on my belt at all times, and there are no scratches on it whatsoever. I tell you what, mate. Good. I keep mine in a leather case. Ain't no scratches on my phone. Yeah, well, that's different. Yours is a leather case, which is a which is a wallet. It's not belt mounted, is it? It's not belt mounted. <laughs> I'm sure you agree that is a step too far. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. But I'm looking at it now and thinking, I'm sure there'd be some sort of smarmy Android app that that would like. I'm sure I could find a use for it. 
I could get it to display my current body temperature or something. <laughs> right, uh, Jesse Fuchs. Um, I don't know if he knew McTiernan was going to be on. I mean, I suppose that information was... It's a late-targeted McTiernan question. It is. Uh, he says, this seems like a good time to finally read Judge Dredd. Where do I start? Um, I refer you back to my previous Midnight Resistance appearance where I said only two things were legitimately art in the world. Um, <laughs> one of them was the collected version of Flaming Carrot, which I have I'll admit, admittedly soured on somewhat in the intervening years. However, um, the 14th oh. phone book collection of Judge Dredd is Necropolis. Um, and it gives you a sense of what has come before. It does actually work with a lot of the continuity what came before and what came afterwards but it is as self-contained a story as you're going to get and it does it references the kind of the expanded universe a phrase I am sorry to sully Judge Dredd with um, in a way that is interesting but also good to the first time reader do not read the IDW new comic series uh, it is for police officers um, but yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's the one I'd start with um, just as as uh, Midnight Resistance's chief historian. Uh, I listened to that episode the other day, and you actually said three things are art. Oh shit! This, this is the most well actually I've ever been in my life. Um, <laughs> it was a No Means No album. Oh yeah, okay. They broke up, so they're they're. Uh, yeah, I was about to say yeah. They're, 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 retroactively, the wound is open from art. Yes, yeah, yeah. This is also uh, very frightening, only... Chris. This 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 intense knowledge of what has come before. Uh... Um. The only dread I've read um, is the. Please make this rhyme. The no, I can't. The second, <laughs> the second big phone book thing, uh, which is Cursed Earth and yeah. all the stuff around that. That was as somebody who had only seen the the new film. Um, it was odd going back to that. And finding out that actually Judge Dredd for a long time was quite kind of there was quite a lot of silly stuff in Judge Dredd. Oh, still um, there is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Like one of my favourite um, Judge Dredd one-off stories is a man farts really badly in public transport, and they ring the judges on him, and a judge arrives, and <laughs> this is so good. A judge arrives and tries to arrest the guy for passing wind in a in a, in a particularly gross way. And then Judge Dredd arrives. It's the guy's like first day or whatever. And Judge Dredd is going past. And Judge Dredd is like, this is an Olympic sport now. You can't arrest people for this. Um, <laughs> which is great, right? And then, so the guy is really smarmy about getting, you know, like, ha, ha, ha. And then the guy says, hey, judges, and, and farts at them. Like, that's, you know, that's his kind of response. And Judge Dredd grabs his, <laughs> grabs his head and knocks all of his teeth out, smashing him against a wall. And the guy, through broken teeth, says, but this isn't illegal. And he's like, because he's a judge, right? He says, contempt of court. <laughs> and gives him five years in the mega cube. <laughs> Fucking yeah. Like, so, <laughs> so Judge Dredd is, is really silly. Um, but, uh. The bit with the vampire, the vampire trying to eat the president, is a bit weird. All right, yeah. <laughs> right, Jim at Duke underscore of underscore Jam says, which animals can shout? Goat What's that famous one? It's like a goat who screams. Like yeah, a man. there was wasn't one of them videos. Wasn't screaming mom a meme as well? Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I reckon bears yeah. can shout. That's a shout. That's yeah. I don't think be, I don't think bears need to shout, mate. They fucking do. Bears are no. Bears are like my dad. They they do the opposite. They go quiet. 
That's how you know you're in trouble. Yeah, I've told you. Get out the river. Um, um, he also says, is it normal to drink yoghurt? See also cups of soup. Yeah. No, you're drinking yoghurt's a bit grim. I, uh, like I knew a kid grim, I knew it's... a kid in primary school who used to, yeah, used to drink yoghurt through a straw. Oh, oh, oh him, fucking hell. Yeah, when I asked him why, he just said, well, it's quicker. And I was like, <laughs> right, although I stop, didn't have stop, the... Short I... well response. Right, hang on a minute. Uh, do you, is he still on your Facebook or something like that? This guy? Nah, no, no, no. Uh, I was about to say, because, uh, no. first of all, he's not wrong, but what's he doing now? <laughs> yeah, giving speeches about how hair no. produces natural oil so I you don't actually have to wash it. <laughs> yeah, he's in fucking jail. He's in jail. I know his name, I'm going to look him up. He's in jail. <laughs> um, super fine, surely, because that is, like, that's a product that you can buy. It's called Cup of Soup. Yeah, that soup's fine. It's just yoghurt's a bit weird. Yeah, but you so, wouldn't. How do you feel cup, about cup of soup? You don't just you don't just drink it from the cup, do you? you, you have it with a spoon. Yeah. yeah. How, so, how do you feel about just taking the lid off a of yoghurt and just tipping the old head back and going for it? Nah. Not on. Nah. Well, I mean, the, most yoghurt doesn't have the right consistency for that, does it? Anyway, it's too bit yeah, too thick. Not most good yoghurt. What yoghurt's he fucking drinking? That's yeah. the question. It's like mayonnaise. It needs to basically. You, Put your spoon in, and then you turn the spoon upside down. If it stays put, it's good. It's good mayonnaise. I think the same applies. I've just decided the same applies to yogurt. <laughs> so... Hmm. Right. Uh, James Carter at Carter Comma J says, "What are your best gaming moments 2016? Brackets in association with Absolute Radio." I assume this is a joke about the golden joysticks because they was the other day. It's nice. It's good because Future have um, sacked all of our mates, so we, now we can talk about the golden joysticks being horrendous. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it just—it's awful, isn't it? I mean, I've not watched it for years now, but I remember the last few years. I, I thought something had gone. Um, like there were so many adverts on the screen, I thought it was a mistake, and they just like revealed them all. Like you know, they're supposed to be all sort of like you switch between them, and they just revealed the whole lot by accident. And like, no, that was just what it was supposed to look like. I um actually had a hand in nominating a couple of people for the golden joysticks. Thank you very much. <laughs> The, you, the brilliant golden joystick. Um, <laughs> that institution, that one, yeah. 2016's best video game awards, the golden joysticks. Uh, no, I, I just got an email. I just got an email a couple of weeks ago saying like, right, November and November, tell me good things that happen in fighting games. It's like, all right, I'm with you. I've got, I've got, I've got your back here. Don't, do not worry. The dragon punch done. Um, Hey, there's never been a bad one of those. <laughs> um, my best gaming moment 2016 was punching a Godzilla in the neck in EDF the other night. G genuinely, it's the most fun Fuck. I've had. Possibly speaking, in life. Speaking of which, um, did I show you guys that I played um, the Japanese tech demo for the Godzilla game? VR. <laughs> no. You need to set up a Japanese account uh, on PSN, and there's a Godzilla game, and it's the fucking best thing ever. Basically, you can't move. You're in the wreckage of a building, so all you can do is look around, right? Um, and just fucking Godzilla, the big man himself, just rolls out from behind some skyscrapers, does <laughs> that roar, gets shot up by some helicopters, and then fucking kicks a rock onto your head. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right with that. Yeah, it is, yeah. it is really good. Really, really good. Just because... Like if you like, if you're a Godzilla mark, it's like, whoa, there he is, real. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, that was yeah. good. Yeah. That's um, my gaming moment of 2016. Yeah, I'm gonna go with calling an orbital laser on a dragon that, that whose mouth I was in at the time. To be honest, my uh, shit answer is um is uh just descent into the back cave in Batman VR. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was Yeah, I mean it was good enough in Arkham Asylum, so I can yeah. see in, in VR, you you're the bat. Yeah. Um what else we got? Oh, uh, Bin Diesel at minute five oh seven two says, "Boys, when are you coming back to Glass Games? We bought EDF in." I'm never Especially. going. Um, we. I know you're not going. It's bloody. It's outside of London, isn't it? Yeah. Um, there's, there's a couple of people there who. Yeah. Won't be a hand on my dial soon. So. <laughs> oh, <I hear. laughs> um, yeah. No, me and Chris are definitely coming up at some point. We'd like to do. Yeah. One, one next year, hopefully, at least. Yeah. Because basically it's a holiday for us, so we need to we need to plan these things out. Um, yeah. But yeah, definitely going to come up. Uh, he also says, "I'm ridiculously early at the airport and have time to kill." What is your favourite time waster game? Uh, Destiny. Easily. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like there's been a few times where we've been trying to play X or Y game and it's not really worked, or like we've not really been feeling it for whatever reason. And there's usually a moment of kind of dejected silence then. Do you want to play Destiny? Yeah. 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 <laughs> just go, go and do fucking Court of Oryx or something again. Mine is always just something like an, um, uh, you know, like, as we were talking about earlier, just like an, a Ubisoft collect them up. Yeah. yeah. Me I, too, I, I yeah. miss, I miss, I really miss Far Cry 4, basically. Like, <laughs> I was thinking I, about I, Far Cry 4. I, I had a good time 100%ing that twice with you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, actually, it's oh, primal in the. I think it might be in the games with gold sale. This is it. It's this is it, boys. If it's less than fifteen quid, I'm going in. I'm sure it's been like eighteen quid on PSN. That's time. not less than fifteen pounds. Uh, no, I know, I know. I'm aware, I'm aware of that. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm saying it, it's like it's just on that cost of almost being cheap enough. But yeah. it's twelve quid. Oh, shit. <laughs> on the Xbox Black Friday sale. I think this is it, boys. That's my content if I'm ever back on. Far <laughs> <Five, five, five. laughs> uh, Right, last one. Joe Dillon at Joffo Cake says, "What is your favourite cup of liquid in a video game?" Mine. It's probably in you know Grim Fandango, where you go, you sneak into Domino's office, and you can pour yourself a glass of whiskey. Something mm. about the the foley for that, the sounds they've used, it's just properly nice to listen to. Him just just picking up the bottle, pouring it, bottle down, glass against his bone face, glass down on the <laughs> tape. It sounds really nice. It's probably it's probably made me want to drink whiskey more than anything else. <laughs> it sounds like that. Um, cup of liquid. Um, got nothing. Oh, um, GTA 4 was the first time I think a game did the thing where they would pour a glass of something for somebody and it would fill up and then it would empty as they drank it. Uh, and I remember yeah. looking at that thinking, they've finally done it. Um, <laughs> 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 that. Um, Everyone in GTA I... 4. 
in uh, in Mad Max uh, game of the year every year uh, you can fill a cup of liquid for people who are walking in the desert and have an emotional oh, yeah. cutscene for them and immediately hit them with your car and it's uh, <laughs> it's fucking it's a real let me tell you it's a real microism of how, how capitalism and liberalism works in today's society right you give someone a little bit and then you fucking hit them with the car like that's uh, that's the most poignant cup of liquid in video games for my money and importantly you're rewarded karmically for it as well yeah yeah and a, and, a, a, <laughs> and you get cheered by a strange annoying character um, which I guess yeah, ties in somehow. Um, that yeah, that little cutscene that plays when you when you give someone water, like the first time you see it, it's really cool because he you know does that thing where he holds the bottle and it's like humanity's so fucked that they don't even understand that he's just doing something nice for them, and yet he sort of takes the cap off and like shoves it out in a second yeah. time, and it's like that's really cool. But it just does that every single time, and you see it about fifty fucking times during during you play through the game, and it ruins it. What Not does it the way do? I play it, you don't. What 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 does it do? Like giving people water? Is there a point? Not, I don't know. Should they like give you some scrap or something? Oh, oh good. That's yeah. That, yeah. Okay. Well, let's go pour another sixty hours into it. See if there's any any point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Cool. That is more than enough uh, from us. I think. Um, Chris is editing this one, so sorry if the music's worse. Although apparently no one can tell the fucking difference. Um, People are going to be able to tell the difference this time. Oh, there you're going to push harder. That's a Chris Spann promise. Uh, <laughs> uh, right, wicked. Um, thanks for joining us, everyone. Thanks for listening. You at home. Thanks for my working bladder. I don't know who I'm thanking for that. The NHS. Uh, right, I'll, I'll stop them. Yeah, I think it's best. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, I'm going to export that. Yep, I'm exporting mine. Oh, good. There's audacity crash. Uh, right, you need to send them all to Chris, because he's, yeah. he's in charge. Wait. Wait, what? Oh, what? What's happened? It's the first time this has happened to me. Audacity's crashed. Wicked. I know what I do. Don't worry.